Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Funny Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and today is going to be a great day. I am so thrilled to be talking about today's topic. As you know, I have recently, well, maybe you don't know, but I've recently been doing a lot of continued education courses when it comes to personal training. It is required in order to keep your certification or license. So, I have been taking so many classes, so many tests, I've been reading so much, and there's a lot of information that I'm very excited to start talking to you about a lot more, especially when it just comes to the science behind exercise, and I mean, it's just like a reminder, exercise science, okay, there is science when it comes to this. I feel like a lot of times, yes, personal experience takes a lot of play and you can talk about that, but it is also nice to just know actual sound scientific facts when it comes to exercise, working out how to best get results and be able to strategically attack certain things that you want to when it comes to your own life. So in today's podcast episode, this is taking a lot of the information. These are all of the notes that I learned from my ACE certification course, the three R's of exercise and recovery. This is refuel, roll, and remodel. So a lot of this I'm just passing on. This You can reference this for more information, more detailed. I'm going to try to bring it to terms that everybody can understand a little bit better. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode because there were a lot of things talked about that I'm like, yep, I know my audience. I know all of you listening are going to want to know this, even though I already know it. And just going over this, reviewing it was important. I'm like, this would be such a great podcast episode to be able to talk about some simple questions and topics that we have when it comes to refueling. So what do we eat? Nutrition, right? Foam rolling and some benefits when it comes to that. And the last one is remodel. And basically that is just some mobilization strategies for repattering movement and optimizing joint range of motion. Putting that in simple terms, right? We're working on your movement patterns. We're perfecting those. If there's any weaknesses or imbalances, taking some time and attention on that, improving our mobility, improving our range of motion, which is extremely important, not only in the gym, but also outside so that we can have a nice, healthy, full functioning life. So while I cannot wait to dive into this episode, we got to do two things real quick. First is our word of the week, and then we will do our weekly review. This week's word of the week is rest. And the reason why I picked that is because 
if you guys have been tuning in, you will know that I've had a little bit of a pretty anxious spell, followed then by a little bit of a pretty bad depressive episode, basically because of it being that time of month. I don't know what has happened. I don't know if it has to do with just the winter blues outside. It has been snowing for over a week. It is freezing here. We are not getting any sunshine. Actually, today we do have sunshine, which is amazing. Even though it's probably 18 degrees out, it is so nice to see and feel the sun. But I have just been having a really low point. And this word kind of kept coming into my mind of, it's okay to take a rest. We're not quitting. Sometimes we have to ease off a little bit. Sometimes we need to take a rest, just have a little bit of a break, and that's okay. Sometimes we need to allow ourselves to regather our thoughts, to reposition, and fully giving ourselves a rest before we completely burn out and completely are in a point where we're not choosing to take a break our body is forcing us it is just shutting down so for me I have gone a little bit easier on myself last week and I am feeling a lot better this week mentally and physically and I want to just talk about that because I even posted about it a little bit on Instagram this is a tough time of year and I think I forget about seasonal depression sometimes where if you live somewhere really cold and dark it is so hard where I never suffered with this in Arizona when we were living in California this is just it was always sunny and it was fairly warm even in the winter time so this is something that still I'm working on I'm working through and I just want you to know you're not alone if you're also going through this also it just being that time of the month I have got some (laughs) serious hormones that are just a little bit crazy and it happens I just want to vocalize that that it has been a really tough couple, I'd say like two weeks for me, a week of high, high anxiety, followed by some really bad lows. But a new day has come. I am feeling so much better. Honestly, just talking about it helps me put it in the past and realize, okay, like I'm feeling much better. So rest. And I want you to know that is the word of the week. If you're feeling like you need to take a rest, that is okay. That is your body sending signals to you that, hey, it's okay to ease off a little bit. Come back at it when you're feeling 90%, when you're feeling a little bit better, instead of just completely draining yourself, saying, oh, I shouldn't take any rest. I shouldn't take any days off. This is a waste of my time. I'm going to lose my progress. No, we have to listen to our bodies and honor it. If it's telling us something obviously is going on, take some time, figure it out, and you will soon hopefully feel a little bit better to be able to continue on and slowly it gets better and better. And low-key, this goes with our episode because it's a lot about recovery and, you know, rest is huge when it comes into recovery. A lot of times when my body is even overly stressed and I can tell because I'm still sore, I'm still trying to work my way back to where I'm not feeling as sore, I need to rest. Sometimes I need to throw in an extra rest day in a week because I went a little bit too hard and that's okay. It can be an awesome active rest recovery day. We'll talk about that in this episode, but I love that that kind of goes hand in hand with today's episode. So just again, if you're in that dark place right now, please know that there is light ahead. Hang in there, be strong, stay strong, and we're in this together. I am now going to read the weekly review. Again, if you guys ever rate or review this podcast, it means so much to me and it also just helps other people be able to even find this podcast and help them know what it's about. It's also an amazing way for me to be able to gauge everyone's interest and 
it's so nice to just hear these things because, again, sometimes I don't always think the best of myself, which I know I need to work on. But being able to hear and read that what I'm able to say is resonating with you, that seriously helps me continuously show up so that I know, okay, this does matter and it is the ultimate motivation and fuel for me to keep going. So thank you. It genuinely just means so much. And also, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I'm teaming up with Gymshark to do a Gymshark 66 event. I We have to talk about this and then we'll get to the review, okay? So wow. Okay, backstory. All right. I am driving in the car and again, I've been having some of these like pretty low points for me. It's, it's just been tough. It's dark. It's gloomy. I'm not feeling the best. My hormones are crazy and I'm just a little bit sad, feeling really sad. And I get like this call and it's like, hey, um, we'd love to throw you a Gymshark 66 event and we're going to do it in Houston. And I get to announce like tickets are live and you guys are just signing up for this event that I'm doing with Gymshark in Houston. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this was my dream. This genuinely in 2019, I would do anything to be here where Gymshark is throwing me an event, a solo event. Like this is my Gymshark 66 journey, my Gymshark event. And I had a pinch me moment where I was like, I'm sitting here and it's okay to feel sad, but I'm sitting here realizing this is one of my big like life accomplishments, something that I've always dreamed of doing. And I feel so deeply grateful and it kind of gets me in this reflective mood and reflective state and it helps me kind of come out of some of these negative thinking patterns and I'm thinking I used to always wish to be here and I'm here now like wake up I know I'm gonna miss these days I know I'm going to miss this stage of life that Vinny is in I absolutely love the toddler phase it is my favorite favorite thing I'm obsessed right now. I'm having so much fun being a young mom and having Vinny be so playful and so fun. And he still wants to snuggle. He still wants me around. He's just loving. Every day is so exciting and new. I know I'm going to miss, even though it is the most stressful time in Darian and I's life, him in grad school full time. I'm working to support him. We are coming together on a lot of things. We're trying to constantly balance and make sure we're taking care of each other and Vinny. Like, I'm going to miss this phase of my life. I know it because I look back and I miss college. And, you know, when I was in college, I never thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss this someday. I was just living in the moment. But it helps me become grounded of, I know I'm going to miss this. Even our friends coming over late at night, our friend group we have now, like, I'm going to miss this. And it just got me reflecting, super grateful. And I don't know why I share that, but I it came to my mind. So I'm just putting it out there that there's a Chelsea Cutler song that I'm obsessed with. You guys know it's You're Gonna Miss This. I feel like there's a million songs in there, like a country song like this. But it genuinely is something where I used to wish for this life and I have it now. And I know that sometimes my negative thinking, even that can't pull me out of it, but it really helped me pull out of it and and expressing gratitude where that's not always the case. Sometimes that doesn't help and it gets me even more sad of where I'm thinking, oh no, what now I'm not even appreciating my life. You know, there there are some dark times. We don't need to go have a deep dive with that, right? But genuinely, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I think all the tickets are sold out. Um... I'm pretty sure they're all taken, but I can leave that link in the description box if they aren't. You can snag a ticket to come have a meet and greet. We're doing a workout. And if you guys know, I've been on a pull-up journey. My goal is five unassisted pull-ups. 
And so I'm doing a little bit of a pull-up workshop. We've got a workout. It's a live Q&A. So it's going to be a lot like a podcast. It's going to be so chill and fun. They've rented out this amazing CrossFit gym in Houston. And Houston, we have a, a bunch of history there. Darian lived there for a while. I've lived in San Antonio two times. Darian's lived in Dallas. Darian's also lived in San Antonio. We've lived there together. And I've also lived in Clean Fort Hood. So Texas is really cool. We're excited and it'll be nice to come get some sunshine, a little bit of a, a break, a little bit of a reset. But I truly, this is such a cool experience and thank you all for just constantly supporting. I cannot wait to see you guys and meet you guys. The last event was amazing with Beam and then I'll be able to do a Gymshark event. I just am completely excited and I can't wait to meet a lot of you guys. So let's now get back full circle, right, to the review of the week and then we'll dive into the episode. So I got chatty. I guess last week I didn't really get to have this one-on-one chat so I've got a lot to talk about and I just want to share how many ups and downs there are and how big of a thing that mental health is. A lot of times I can't focus on my physical goals until my mental health, my mental state is in a decent place. So I just want to throw that reminder out. Mental health is just as important as physical health. Because, I mean, altogether, it accumulates our health, our well-being. Today's review is from Fit Mom Scientist. Oh, I love this. Look at this. All the science coming out on today's episode. The title says, Uplifting and Life-Changing Five Stars. I love this podcast. Brittany is so happy and energetic, so I am always in a better mood after listening to each episode. Also, I really relate to Britt and Darian since my husband and I are very fitness-focused with a little boy born the same month as Vinny. Love that. Britt has helped me overcome my focus on fitness purely for weight loss and has shifted my mindset toward strength and confidence. I am finally free from the cycle of extreme cardio and then overeating to not see any progress. She has helped me realize my true fitness purpose to be the strongest mom I can be and to be a positive influence for my son. I have never felt more powerful, not to mention capable, of carrying around my quickly growing toddler. Love, love, love you guys. Heart. Well, we genuinely love you too. And this is a huge win for me to read that that is what you're taking from this of a focus of strength, confidence, health, well-being, that overall state, and also just being able to pass what you've learned on to your children. If you are a mom, that is something that you are now paying that forward and helping somebody else in their life. So I love that. So sweet. Wow, this has just been a really uplifting episode for me and something that I didn't realize I also needed. Like I I just feel so good. I hope that that's, that energy is coming through the podcast. Now let's jump in to the three R's. We're talking about refuel, rolling out, and remodeling. First things first, we're talking about refueling. So there's a couple points that I want to bring up when it comes to refueling. This is going to have to do with water, hydration, right? And food or nutrition, what we're eating before or after our workouts throughout our day. So when it comes to hydration, what they taught is that in the morning, it is great to have at least 16 ounces of water before you're working out. That way you are hydrated going into your workout, which we all know that is extremely important. And I just want to relay and pass that information on. Hydration and drinking your water should be a major focus throughout your day. Some people say one ounce per body weight. I feel like that's a pretty good gauge when it comes to what you're drinking. So for reference, one gallon of water is 128 ounces of 
fluid. So if you are, I feel like that, I feel like personally that's about what I'm drinking. So 128 fluid ounces is what I'm drinking because I drink about a gallon a day. So when people say, hey, drink about a gallon a day, that's a great gauge. I don't know how much I weigh, but I'm probably within, you know, 10 to 20 or 30 ounces of that where I'm pretty good. Some days I'll be a little over, some days I'll be a little under of that, but that's a good gauge to see how much water your body needs in order to have full function, full process, so you can have just feel great. Another thing that can be helpful is if you are doing a workout where it is very humid and you are sweating a lot, it's great to include electrolytes. So you can get that. I know some BCAAs have those. So sometimes it's great to replenish those. And you can even add just a little bit of salt to your water. That is basically what it is. Or I know that they also have some like sugar-free Gatorade or something like that. Any type of electrolytes, if you are really in these are more for like athletic, right? Like you're playing a game outside. It is great to be able to refuel with electrolytes when you're training for, you know, 60 minutes or even more than that, anywhere above 60 minutes. That is what is recommended. If you want to break down on why you might need electrolytes, this is a real fun fact for you. So our cells use electrolytes to conduct electrical charges, which is basically how our muscles contract. So to be able to have great muscle contraction, right, we need to replenish those electrolytes that can be expended while we're working out and sweating for long, extensive training periods. Still under the category of refueling, next is nutrition, so food. I always say keep it simple. All right. In my opinion, you all know, always prioritize whole nutrient dense foods. Those things should come first. This is real food. This is food that when you're at the grocery store, it does not have a label, right? If you pick up an apple, is this going to say what the caloric contents of an apple is or what is in this apple? No, you just pick up an apple and you're going to eat it. Chicken, ground turkey, just whole foods that are single ingredient. Those are great to prioritize. Again, nothing wrong with the other things. It's great to just have that be a priority and focus on, hey, how can I add more of those in instead of, oh, I should be taking these out. But if you're focusing on, you know, that positive mindset of, oh, let me try to add more of this in. Let me try to add more of this in instead of, oh, let me take this out. Let me take this out. For me, I feel like that is a great thing that I would pass on as a trainer. And in the scope, I would just I think that's a fantastic way to look at things. I don't feel like there's a need to measure, but I did, again, at the very beginning of my fitness journey, I did measure macros. I counted, I tracked them in order to see what I was even intaking. And for me, that was so educational. And I loved that I did that so I could see, oh, wow, three bowls of cereal, that is adding nothing to my day. I'm getting no nutrients. What can I then do to add more to my goals so that I can feel better? Because I'm always hungry after cereal, right? Like that is just my go-to. I love it as a snack, but like, come on, Brett, if you want to be able to feel full and feel really satisfied, you know, we can pick something that will make me feel a little bit better, even though there's still room for cereal in my life. I will never cut that out. But if I have specific goals, right, and I'm trying to get to them, of course, I'm going to want to adjust and make some good, better decisions for myself, whatever those goals are. So that is something that I loved being able to track to become educated on what I was eating. And it was very cool to see, oh, okay, this these are the nutritional benefits when it comes to chicken. This is the nutritional benefits when it comes to eggs or whatever I was eating. Just very informative and educational for me. You do not need to track or count if you don't want to. 
a great way to measure is, okay, your protein for like a size of protein, a serving would be the palm of your hand. That is what like this study said. It was great to have it be about the palm of your hand for a serving size. If you're a male, really trying to gain two palms, okay? They say for each meal, a fist for veggies. You just look at your fist size. Okay, that's about how many veggies I should have per serving. Fats will be the volume of your thumb, not like the length or the width, but the full volume. So I don't know, whatever that is for you, two tablespoons or something per meal, whatever that is, right? And then for grains, it can be whatever you can cup in your hand, a significant amount of what you can cup and hold. They just, that is some like basic ideas where if you're trying to figure out, hey, what should my portion sizes be? Hopefully that can help you without having to measure. It's a visualization of, okay, grains, about what I can cup in my hand again, men, probably two cups, right? Protein, that's a palm of our hand. That's a great serving size for a meal. Of course, this is very blanket information where if you have a little bit more specific goals, you're trying to, you know, gain a little bit of muscle, you're trying to really build muscle of any kind, even if you're trying to tone, you know, gain lean muscle, you still need to prioritize protein. So I think that that is a great helpful um, tool to use if you're just trying to get an idea, visualization of what to put on your plate. Hopefully that helps for you. And of course, when you're eating, you want to have a variety of foods when you look at your plates. And again, this is going to vary depending on whatever your goals are, but I feel like safe to give that blanket overall information when it comes to what you can make up for your plate. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E lp.com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try 
try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Again, everybody's journey is their own. So this really needs to be an expression of, okay, I'm trying something out. How is this working for me? How am I feeling when I'm doing these? What can I do better? It's just a gauge. There's never going to be one time where you're like, oh, that was absolutely perfect. Or maybe it was and you're like, hey, let's see if I can repeat that. I'm feeling really good. Let's see if I can repeat this. But sometimes it takes trial and error. Sometimes it's a couple weeks before you can even get in a semi-decent place of a habit of where you can actually introduce a vegetable into what you're eating. And something else that I want to express is sometimes, right, I I like to have the idea of an 80-20 just in the back of my mind of, okay, 80% of the foods I'm trying to get are whole nutrient-dense foods. Why? Because my body's getting the proper nutrients and it makes me feel good. 20%, I can be more lax because I know my body is getting what it needs in order to function properly and to reach my goals, it's filled with that 80%, 20% I have room for whatever I would like. So with that in the back of my mind, I know not everybody's starting at that. I know sometimes it's flipped, right? Some people, when they first start their fitness journey, it is 80% normally processed foods or fast food and 20% whole foods, if that. That's okay, Okay, it is about trying to build and change this habit. So try to go 50-50, right? If that is where your beginner start is, try to do a little bit better, add a little bit better. It's, I just want you to know like, it's not gonna be this overnight change. I feel like I always say that and that can make us feel like failures when we feel like we need to have this changed yesterday. And there can be this panic and this stress that sets in when we get in kind of a bad or toxic mindset of trying to just focus on looking a certain way and we are so frustrated and we're so sick of ourselves and it comes from a place of self-hate where if we just try to relax and realize, okay, instead of just trying to drop 50 pounds, 10 pounds, how can I reestablish the behaviors and the patterns that are in my life? Because that is where the change is going to be. It's in our behavior. It's in what we're doing every single day. And I just want to voice that, that, hey, you've been trying to have progress for a while now and you're struggling to see that. Let's have some behavior changes. Let's have your habits change. Let's have that that lifestyle change. And, you know, maybe you can't do 80-20 right now. Maybe you're at 50-50. Maybe you're at 30-80. Slowly increase that and just know it is tough to know that this is a long game, but just know your life is going to always be yours and you are in control of it and these changes happen over time. So slowly make these changes and incorporate what you can and always know something is better than nothing. Count your wins. I could scream that from the rooftop. That is the biggest lesson I learned last year. Count your wins. Don't beat yourself up over the things that maybe you messed up on. Count those wins that you had today where you're like, yep, You know, that was something that I normally don't do, but I can be proud of myself for that.
Next up is rolling. So we're talking about foam rolling, which can be a really great benefit. And I know that there's been some studies of oh, foam rolling won't give you any results, but there are no studies shown from this class that they stated that says that it's going to decrease any benefits that you have. So SMR stands for self, myo, meaning muscle, fascia, the connective tissue, and then release. So SMR, self, myofascial release and it's self myofascial because we're doing it ourselves we're foam rolling so so when you are foam rolling you are just self-massaging that is helping to release muscle tension which can help improve flexibility and boost movement efficiency so you can do this with foam rollers you've got lacrosse balls which i do all the time i love to use a lacrosse ball and even in like physical therapy they'll have you use a lacrosse ball a lot of times you use a tennis ball they have handhold rollers like there's a lot of different tools that you can use, but I think foam rolling, like the big foam spiral that you see in the gym, that is kind of the most common. Based on the studies, they said that frequency is key. So you can do this before or after. And the way that they say to do this is to scan foot to head. So you're going to start down at your feet and roll upwards. And what I like to do and that is also suggested is as you're foam rolling, if there is a super tight spot or a trigger spot, a hot spot, stay there. You can even go above or below that trigger point and just hold pressure, but make sure that you are mindful of your breathing throughout this. You don't want to be holding your breath too long, but it's okay to kind of hold a spot. You can breathe through that, put pressure relax and then also something that I didn't always think about but that is important is you can also do cross fibers so if you're rolling up and down it's also great to go laterally so back and forth and again this is something that before my workout if I am extremely still a little bit tight from my leg days even if I'm working upper body I'm not working leg days I like to have my legs and hips really mobilized that way when if I'm doing bent over rows you know I'm using my hip joint to bend down, to pick up the weight into row. So I want to be as mobile as I can. And if I'm tight in my hamstrings or glutes, I love to give me a little bit of a foam roll, get that a little bit loosened up so that I can feel great for my workout. As well as if it was an intensive leg day, I love to foam roll afterward to help release that tension and release that pressure. And last up is remodeling, which this is a huge thing to have an emphasis on that I am very excited to talk about. Now, remodeling can look different, again, for everybody. This is going to be personal to past injuries you've had, to muscle imbalances, to mobility limitations. This is going to be very different for what your remodeling is going to specifically look like. But as a whole, part of remodeling, again, is going to be static stretching, You've got your dynamic stretching, working on mobility in your full range of motion overall, as well as kind of breaking that down in between where are your limitations? Are you tight in your ankles, your hips, your knees? Are you working on your spine, your breathing, your core? Where do you need your focus when you're trying to remodel and rebuild and improve yourself so that you can live a better life and be able to have more effective workouts in the gym? Now, if you're a veteran to this podcast, you already know the difference between static and dynamic stretching. But if you're new, this is something that I feel like can't be talked about enough because whenever I go to the gym, I still see people static stretching to warm up. And while any kind of warm up, again, is a little bit better than no warm up, you really need to be putting your time and attention into dynamic stretching and dynamic exercises before your workout. And then after you can focus on static stretching. So the difference, static stretching, static is where you hold. Okay, so, you know, 
you're reaching for your toes, you're holding that, you're doing a side straddle, you're reaching that, you're pulling up your leg behind, like your calf behind you, you're stretching out your quad and you're holding that. Those are examples of static stretching. So while there's a time and a place to do that, before your workout, what you want to do is again, increase your heart rate, get your blood flow going, prep your mind in your body for the workout that you're about to do, get your muscles activated and just prepped for this. And you're going to be doing that by bringing movement to the muscles, movement, practicing your range of motion, practicing these movement patterns that you're going to be doing, especially if you're adding weight to them. You want to be practicing these movement patterns before making sure that your mechanics and your technique is ready to go. So once you start adding that weight, again, we're not trying to further increase our risk of injury. We're always trying to decrease that risk. So having a proper warm up and including those dynamic stretches and exercises are going to give us the best source of success when it comes to the gym. And part of the remodeling, again, which is cool because you can do some remodeling at the beginning or the end if you're doing dynamic stretches, is you're working through those ranges of motion. So part of that remodeling process can happen before where in your warm-up with dynamic exercises, and I'll give some examples, you're working on a little bit of mobility. There are a bunch of exercises that I throw in like 90-90, fantastic for your hips. You're sitting down, both of your legs are out and bent at 90, and you kind of windshield wiper them up and over to the other side. It's definitely easier to visualize in a video than me talking over the podcast, but you can just look up the 90-90. That is an amazing one for your hips. Hip openers, where I walk and I rotate my hip out and in, so internal rotation, external rotations, those are great. Leg swings, again, great for blood flow. I love doing a deep stretch. So I will come down into a very deep and low squat and kind of push my knees out with my elbows and rotate back and forth, kind of rock a little bit. That way I'm also bearing weight on my ankles. So I'm helping my groin, my hips, opening those up and also working on my ankles. Some great ankle mobility exercises that I love to do is knees over toes. A lot of times people are like, oh, shouldn't have your knees go over your toes ever, but it's actually good to, and you know, I'm having a physical therapist on the podcast, so I'm going, I'm so excited to have him talk about that more and break it down, but I'll push slowly my knee over my ankle and get that flexibility, that mobility. I'm like doing it with my hand on my desk right now. I'm, I'm, like, I'm such a visual person, but that is another fantastic one that I always do for my knees to help strengthen it. What I learned is I will put a band behind my knee And I will attach it at the same height of, you know, hopefully some type of, I don't know, it's a resistance band and I attach it to like the end of a squat rack or the end of any kind of pole or anything I can loop a resistance band around. And it's a little bit of a thicker one and I'll put it right at the back of my knee. And what I do is I will have extension. Okay, so flexion and extension. Hopefully you guys know what those at least mean. Extension would be me standing right. The knee joint is extended and flexion is whenever it is bent. So I will slightly have a bend in my knee and then stand up to straighten it out and do that about 10 repetitions, all of the weight being on the one foot that has the band on it. So just getting, it's a tiny, tiny movement and it's maybe four or five inches that I'm bending my knee and then straightening it back up again with all the weight being on that one leg. You guys have probably seen this on Instagram and it might be somewhere on my app. I actually need to check, but that's a great one that for me helps strengthen everything around my knees and it has incredibly increased just everything when it comes to my squats. I don't have any knee pain or anything. I love to incorporate those and um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I did ankles, knees, hips, 
And it's, it's great because I'm having a physical therapist on soon. So, and one of my main questions is, all right, let's talk about mobility. Let's give a lot of in-depth about that. So I'm very excited for that to come, to have an expert be able to chat to all of us and probably be able to verbally explain these a little bit better. I'm a very visual person as well. So this is, this, I'm excited. Good things coming. But yeah, that is part of my warm up, And that was just lower body. There's a lot of upper body as well. I always talk about up and overs and around the world. Those are fantastic. Again, for shoulder mobility, getting your upper back warmed up. I'm like doing the exercises right now. Oh, sometimes I'm like, should I record these? No, because I look so weird doing all these. But if you hear like weird pauses, that's because I'm or breaths. That's because I'm literally practicing these right now. But I love those as well as banded pull-aparts. Again, great for your upper back. And the up and overs helps with your mobility. And just a lot of these cool mobility tests, which as a personal trainer, like in person, we go through all of those to see like where your limitations are and everything. So, and that's something a physical therapist can also help. Like if you're limited in some type of range of motion, meaning you can't go through a full range of motion, obviously you're tight or you have a lack of mobility, a lack of... A lack of mobility, meaning you can't get into the full range of motion. So if you can't squat parallel, okay, where are the problems? Are they in your ankles, your knees, your hips? What is stopping you from that full range of motion of hitting parallel when it comes to a squat? Or maybe your heels are shifting up off of the floor. What is that stemming from? How can you improve that? Just working on mechanics as a whole when it comes to remodeling and again dynamic exercises are great because that's where you're throwing in a lot of work that you can do every single time you're at the gym which is fantastic because even if you're just doing five or ten minutes a day again that adds up instead of dedicating like a whole day 45 minutes once a week it's great to practice these and do these exercises more frequently it is just going to better off your life. And you guys know, I'm a huge fan. I cannot stand dynamic exercises enough. And again, static stretching is fantastic. It's also important that our muscles, it's also important that our muscles are flexible. Flexible muscles are strong muscles. So making sure we are getting those static stretching in either after to help improve our flexibility. Maybe we're really tight in our hamstrings. Having more flexible muscles also can help improve. So just focusing on those And again, where are kind of our trouble spots? Is it our spine? Are we really tight? And sometimes these simple or smaller things are overlooked. And but when it comes down to it, these are very important, again, for our overall health. Even if you're thinking when you're 50 and 60, you want to be able to still stand up out of a chair, walk upstairs. Well, standing up out of a chair, what is that? Standing up and sitting down, that is a squat. That is why practicing squats in the gym with or without weight are so important so that you can develop those muscles to help fight against muscular atrophy. So again, not only are you benefiting your life now, but you're also benefiting your life down the road. Like I just don't think people realize how beneficial it is to have any kind of exercise in your life, even if it's one day a week, two days a week, you are so better off even just incorporating it a little bit because you're helping fight against that muscle atrophy, which again is just having your muscles decrease so you can have strength and that that can carry with you on throughout. Again, women, it helps us fight osteoporosis. There are so many benefits when it comes to exercise and specifically resistance training, which is my favorite. But again, you don't have to be out there benching 225 or anything super crazy like that. Any type of resistance training is going to be fantastic and gradually your body is going to get stronger. So you're going to lift more and more gradually. That is okay. Your body is going to naturally adapt to the weight you are lifting. You need to continue 
continuously increase your weight to keep challenging and push your body, you are not going to get big. You are not going to get bulky. All you're going to do is increase your muscle strength and you're going to just feel so confident. Even like today's review said, she was like, I feel so confident and just assure that like if I need to get a task done like if I have to move in a piece of furniture by myself or if I have to lift something super heavy in the grocery store grab a pallet of water or something crazy like you can do that I feel able and that is so empowering that I know I can lift my suitcase above the overhead storage on the airplane I don't even have to blink an eye somebody actually mentioned that last time they're like wow I was impressed you could do that and I'm like bro you should see me in the gym just kidding but I'm like I'm like yeah 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 I mean you're nice like that feels so good to be able to feel oh I can carry my toddler around I can run around with him and I'm not tired I'm not fatigued okay well (laughs) okay sometimes I am tired you know mom life but I'm just saying like your life is filled with so much more joy and confidence when you're taking care of yourself when you are trying to build and create this life these habits again it's not going to happen overnight we're just trying to create a better life every single day we get a new chance to try one of these things out try one tip try just be a little bit better because it adds up over time and as you're consistent i would rather you be an 80 percent person 365 days out of the year versus a 100% person who's doing every single thing that they need to do, but only for a week because 100% is impossible. So 80% consistency, that's what you're looking for. You know, even even 50%, right? Like baby steps. So to do a little recap, we talked about the three R's, which are refuel, roll, and remodel. Refuel, that is some front work. That is some end work, right? Before our workouts, we want to be hydrated for sure and hopefully fueled if you've got time. I know some people are working out 4.30, 5.30 in the morning. Some people like to just work out and eat after. Some people like myself, I like to at least have something in my stomach like a banana. So whatever that is for you, find what works. But also just making sure you're staying fueled for the whole day. Stay hydrated. It is recommended like eat an hour or two hours before and after training. But that is you know, not always the case. Again, if you're hitting those 4.30 in the morning workouts, right? So foam roll, again, search for those places that are super tender and attack them, get after them, roll them out and do that SMR, which is self-myofascial release. And then last is remodeling. So again, do any work that is going to help improve your mobility. You can help regain symmetry in whatever it is. You've got ankles, imbalances and hips, some issues with your spine, work on your breathing and focus on the mechanics of the movements that you're doing. That way that you can build a proper foundation on whatever your lifts are. You know, start off with the proper form of a squat before you even touch a barbell. Make sure you have the fundamentals down there. Your heels aren't popping up off the floor. You don't have any pain anywhere. You can have a full range of motion and then you can start introducing weight to those. So, I hope that this was helpful for you guys and I have a ton, I think I have six or something uh, podcasts that I could do about all of the training and lessons that I have learned that I'd love to pass down from you and I just find that anything that is science-backed is so great to pass down onto you guys so that you can know and be in the know and just know, hey, what is what's really going on? What's a why behind a lot of these things? I love to know the why. Well, someone says do a warm up before I'm working out. Why? Why do I need to do that? Why dynamic stretching over static stretching? And just kind of answer those more, maybe not talked about questions. So let me know if you guys liked today's episode and 
I hope you guys have a fantastic week. If you haven't already left a rating or review, go ahead and do that. You can comment down on the podcast, any other ideas you want or guests, always, always open. I have actually quite an extensive list of people I'm getting on the podcast that I'm really excited about. If we want to do another gym stories episode, I love those so much. Maybe we'll have one come up soon or something just fun and interactive. I just love reading and hearing from you guys. So thank you all for listening and I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.